0: Hello, and welcome back. This is Adam Rosen. You're listening to the Total Knee Tips and Pearls Podcast. In today's episode, what we're going to talk about, um, kind of two things, and, and specifically the article by uh, Dr. Sign, and this is the, the Sign Index. Um, and also, we're going to talk sort of briefly, just so you're aware of it, is what's called Ward's Triangle. So, This is one of those things that, you know, it's not going to make a huge difference in your practice. It's very, very important to know this and understand this. I think, one, you might get questioned on it, so this way you'll know about it. Uh, But two, even if you don't remember all of these little details, by knowing this and hearing this and thinking about it and looking for it, I think you're more apt to catch people that may be developing osteopenia or osteoporosis when you see them in the office it makes you think about stress fractures, and we're always taught to own the bone. It may count or help you counsel a patient and refer them on for more appropriate screening so they can get screened and checked for osteoporosis. And if they do have osteopenia or osteoporosis, treatment can be initiated before they develop a hip fracture. So this article was titled, Changes in Trabecular Pattern of the Upper End of the Femur as an Index of Osteoporosis this was by Dr. Singh, uh, published in India, and this was from uh, the JBJS back in 1970. So, what they um, what they were looking for essentially was trying to quantify these X-ray findings and how they could figure out its relationship to osteoporosis. So. They described their purpose as finding the relationship between fracture of the femoral neck in old people, that was their terms, old people, and generalized osteoporosis. So what they did is they looked at two groups. They had a hip fracture population, and they looked at these patients' x-rays, and they looked at the other hip on x-ray, and they also did an iliac crest biopsy at the time of surgery to grade the osteoporosis. They then got a control group, which was age-matched, that were people that did not have a hip fracture, and they went ahead and they took a look in detail at all of these x-rays. And they identified a number of trabecular lines, and this was a way of being very observant of what they were seeing, and they were able to take away from what they saw and what they found to develop these six grades. So when we talk about a grade six, These were all of the normal trabeculae were visible on the x-ray, and then there was something called Ward's triangle, which even had its own trabeculae of its own. So Ward's triangle, so what is Ward's triangle? Ward's triangle is this radiolucent area between the principal compressive and secondary compressive and primary tensile trabeculae in the proximal femur. Okay, so that's a whole lot of information. Okay, so let's let's just talk a little bit about the trabecular patterns, but before I do that, I want you to think about femoral neck because you've all been taught and know about femoral neck fractures and specifically stress fractures and tensile and compression. So the inferior part of the neck is under compression, the superior part of the neck is under tension. So what we're doing is we're talking about these, these different trabeculae patterns, and they found that there were... Um, five major patterns. So what they saw was these principal compressive group, and this was the uppermost compressive trabeculae, and this extends from medial cortex of the shaft to the upper uh, portion of the head, and it's really worthwhile. Let me just pull up a picture somewhere just so you can look at this and see. Um, The other one they saw is secondary compressive group. So this is the other compression trabeculae. This goes from the medial cortex of the shaft. Um, The third group that they saw were these greater trochanteric groups, So this, you can imagine, just sort of a curved. if you're looking at a patient's left femur, it sort of curves just along the lateral border inside the greater trochanter. Number four was the principal tensile group. These were trabeculae from the lateral cortex, but below the greater trochanter. These are the thickest of the tensile group. And then secondary tensile group, these are trabeculae which arise from the lateral cortex, but below the principal tensile trabeculae. So it's a whole lot of information. That's why I think it's really worthwhile. Just look at a picture, and you'll see it, and you'll understand it. So what they found, so grade six, again, all of those normal groups of trabeculae were visible, and even this area of Ward's triangle, which is this inferior portion of the neck, again, between the um, the principal, and some people call these primary, but principal compressive and secondary compressive groups, and the Principle tensile group. So that's that little triangle. Ward's triangle even had some thin trabeculae. That's grade six. These are normal bones. Okay, grade five. Grade five is the compressive and tensile trabeculae are accentuated, and Ward's triangle looks empty. So this is the question you might get is like, hey, you know, why does that look like a lucency area there? Um, that is where you're starting to get some weakening of bone loss. Grade 4. Grade 4 is tensile trabecular reduced in number. And Ward's triangle opens up along the lateral side. This is what they described as the borderline between osteoporotic bone and normal skeletons. What we would probably more commonly now refer to as osteopenia. And then they had grade 3. Grade 3 was a break in the continuity of the principal tensile group of the trabeculae opposite the greater trochanter, and this is definite osteoporosis. So grade three is when they definitely went into osteoporosis. Grade two, the only um, trabeculae seen were the principal compressive group, and grade one, even the the principal compressive trabeculae are not even really seen. So this is just severe osteoporosis. And what they found um, was that the best-studied x-rays were made with the hips in slight internal rotation, so it really helped them sort of define um, these trabeculae when they were looking at x-rays. So, you know, back then, again, this is 1970, you know, they thought this was a great way without doing an open biopsy of the iliac crest to determine somebody's level of osteoporosis. There have been some studies that have shown that this is fairly accurate, and there have been some studies that have shown that this is inaccurate. So in today's world, you know, it's very easy, right? We just send someone for a bone density test. You get the DEXA scan, you have this number, it's non-invasive and it's reproducible, um, and it's a great way to follow patients. But back then, this is their way of dealing with what they had, which was x-rays and trying to determine who may and may not have osteoporosis or that in between what we now refer to as osteopenia. So again, it's it's confusing, probably not terribly important to memorize all of those different things, uh, but I think it is important to understand the sign index understand those six gradings. Again, I'll put them in the show notes so you can look at them. No wards triangle, that's something that may come up. It's a radiographic finding that you will see. And more importantly, take away from this, even if you look at a picture once of these groups of trabeculi, is that it may clue you in when you just see someone for hip pain. Maybe they have arthritis, maybe they're coming in for hip pain. But seeing these or not seeing these can just remind you to say, hey, I need to worry about this patient. Maybe they have or are developing osteoporosis. So at the end of the day, as orthopedic surgeons, we continue to own the bone and try to prevent these patients from getting to a point where they do have osteoporosis and are at risk for fragility fractures. So again, thanks for listening. You've been tuning in, uh, listening to Adam Rosen. That's me talking to you about total knee tips and pearls, or in this case, classifications of the hip. Uh, until next time, stay safe. If you haven't already, uh, please leave a review. It helps other people like you find this podcast, and I hope you're enjoying it. And again, you can find me on Twitter, um, shoot me an email. It's just uh, the word Dr. d o r Adam Rosen at Gmail. If you have other um, ideas, classifications maybe that I haven't touched on that you would like to hear in future episodes. Um, You know, leave me your name and your program if you'd like. I'll give you a little shout out on the upcoming episodes. And in the meantime, keep listening, keep taking good care of your patients and take good care of yourselves. Until next time, bye-bye. You've been listening to the Total Knee Tips and Pearls podcast. Make sure that you're subscribed so you'll be notified of future episodes. And please take the time to leave a review. It helps other people like you find the show. Until next time, stay safe.